0: This Gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Draw our hearts closer to yours. Let your name be praised forever. Jesus, mighty name we pray. God bless you may be seated. God bless you. It's, um, we, we do have a, a, a practice here. Um, every... Church, every group, they have what you can call the internal culture and tradition. And that internal culture and tradition here is we, very rarely, give people ministering the free hand to minister as the Lord will lead them, including the choice of song or whatever they will do. We don't interfere. Um, and so I saw a pattern this morning. After testimony, the next song that will be sung was introduced. Um, no collaboration at all. And after the praise and worship, we had a most wonderful um, special piece rendered by Sister Reta, And she introduced my topic. Yeah. And absolutely no collaboration whatsoever. So I'll be talking to you being a Thanksgiving Sunday for the next few minutes on the topic God's Great Love. Even the song sang God's Great God Jehovah That's how you know God is there. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses every truth shall be established. I can only depend on that same Holy Spirit to help you and I so that we can key into this love more than ever before. I take my test. I was going to take the announcement, but I, don't, I won't stop the flow. So hopefully, if I do remember, remind me after the message that I've got announcement, but I don't want to stop the flow. So our test is taken from Psalm chapter 103, and we read, it's a fairly long passage which will speak for itself, and we read verses one Through to verse 14. So it might be good if we all read together uh, in the New King James Version beginning from verse 1. So please get ready upstairs. We're going to verse 14. So one verse after another we will read. One to go, shall we please? Mm. as a father pities his children so the Lord pities those who fear him 14, please. 14, verse 1, 4. Who knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 13, if you put it back, please. I need it to verse 14. Verse 13. As the Father pities his children... So the Lord pities those who fear him. I don't know what to feel about that statement. As a father, and take away the father part, you know. I know we father, we do try. Amen. But, wow. And when I look at that in, a, in, in, in greater details, I still believe it's one of the most profound statements in the Bible. To pity means to have compassion. To pity means to be moved with the circumstance of that person. To pity means to feel for that person. And many a times it doesn't look as if God pities us. You agree? It doesn't feel like that. But we are all aware, you know, at various stages of our life, whether when we were children or when we have reached uh, we are raising children. We do some things to them. They feel that we don't feel. You've been there before. Go and do your own work. I'm tired. You don't even have any feelings for me. I've worked all day. No, I have feelings for you. But my feelings for you, you've known it sometimes when I've called you. You've known that feeling sometimes when I patted you at the back. And anyway, by the way, the word pities is from the Hebrew word rakam, which means so fondle, that is, you pat on the head. You, you stroke gently as you carry a little child. That's what God is doing with you. I pray you will never grow up. I pray I will never grow big in his hand. Amen. I pray we shall remain little babies that he carries in his hand. He said, can a woman forget the child of her suck, even though she may? But I will not forget you. I believe God wants to touch our hearts this morning in a loving manner. Just remember you and I that he cares. That his love is great. That no matter what we think is immaterial, he still loves you. He still loves me. If not for his love, you won't be standing here. If not for his love, we won't even be the congregation of the righteous. And, and that special number spoke volumes. When we were running, he was chasing us. I don't know your own, I don't know your own story. I, I was essentially walking against God. I would argue with those that are call Esu or whatever in those days. I would really take them down. I, I was on a mission. He didn't give up. He made sure he got me. You know, God has a great sense of humor. That we are standing where we are, that I'm standing preaching is a great sense of humor. That God could clean me up, who clean you up, and put us in the position that we are is a good God. And don't get too conversant with that. Relationship gets strained because between spouses, they tend to take it for granted. Well, I know. If you are feeling that way right now, it's a dangerous place to be. I know God loves me. Uh, 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 uh. Not I know God loves me. Ponder on that love. Not move on quickly. Well, uh, 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 Marinate it. let feel that love. And I was praying for this service this morning. I said, Lord, let nobody come in here without feeling God. You know, many times we've we denigrated the issue of the emotion in our worship of God. It should not be emotional, alone but emotion should be involved. You should feel it. And let that be an ongoing thing in our lives. And this assembly, that when people come in here, you will feel loved by God. And not just that you know it in your head. God bless that husband who is just saying I love you and does not show love. You men say hallelujah. (laughs) Show love in the real way, in giving, in tenderness, in good words, in standing up for that person. And then God bless that wife as well, who does not respond by saying, I know you love me. Because it breaks down most of the time when that divide is there. And I think it's worthwhile for God to spend, you know, ask us to spend the next 15 minutes or so and just ponder on that love. And just look at it and say, God, you love me. God, you love me. God, you love me. Irrespective, you love me. And one of the ways he shows it is this word pities that we have laid hold upon. You only let pity someone that you feel for. And in Hebrews chapter 4 verses 15 and 16, one of the very few Bible verses I first learned. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15. And we take verse 16 with it. It says for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our but we have one who has been did I ask you to put an IV there? Just keep it there. Don't, don't, <laughs> because you are throwing me. It's not the one I memorized. Who? Uh, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet without, so Jesus has been tested. He felt every temptation. You attempted is been tempted, and he knew how hard it was to overcome. But he overcame. And the overcoming is not to tell you where I overcame as we always do. When I was in school, every parent got A. If you didn't get A in this room, I, I don't know the school you went. We all got A's. But at least our parents got A's. We are wiser in our time. Th- we don't tell that nonsense story anymore. Where it's not <laughs> funny. It's more than funny. Hallelujah. The truth of the matter is that irrespective of the love of God in Christ Jesus is not a critical love. It's not one that criticizes you. It's not a love that tells you that I did this, why can't you do it? Uh-uh-uh-uh. Pity is not about, and many times as parents, as you know, people in various relationships, are falling foul of that many times, and I pray God will change me. God will change you too. We give example. We talk about come on, go on, get on with it. I, I was able to do it. Why can't you do it? Uh-uh. Jesus doesn't say that. He says, I know it's hard for you to do. But you know what? I will stand by you. Because he knew it was very easy for Peter to deny him. And he stood by him in spite of the denier. That's genuine pity. Compassion, empathy. I feel for you. I'm not flogging you with what I've been through. And verse 16, he went on to say, he says, God can, Jesus Christ is sympathizing with us. Anytime you made an error, keep verse 16 there, please. Anytime you miss it, anytime you are disobedient, when the father, be the father that he is loving, but at the same time, he has a system, he has a government to keep and wants to turn and to bring the big stick down upon you and I, Jesus will say, Daddy, I know how it feels. I know how it feels. And of course, the father being one with the son, they will agree. I say, truly and indeed, give him another chance. Help him through it. Let us therefore come boldly. Don't run away from that throne of grace. What should we do? Come boldly. Don't feel like, oh God, I've missed it again. Say, many times I've missed it. I'm not deserving of your love. That's what that song says. If anybody sees that, yeah, you are deserving of God's love. Wow. None of us. Some people, they used to tell us that since they were young, they've known the Lord and they've never missed it. Mm, Really? I mean, I've shared with you, and you know the experience of every child. A child is born into a depraved nature. I hope you stop calling it. They are angels, amen? And they will be angels. But a child is born with immature nature that an unconverted adult has. And if that child is not stopped in time, it will manifest fully those immature, unbelievers' nature. And so all along, no matter your journey, some of you say, well, I don't have your own journey. I gave my life to Christ at age seven. Hallelujah. I don't have a history. Thank God for you. But please make no mistake. There's a crass nature in every human being. You don't need to teach a child to lie. Amen? You don't need, a ch- you don't need to teach a child to be deceptive. You don't need to teach a child to manipulate you manipulate you with crying and the same god went after us and you don't tell me that you've got oh you that you are born as angels i don't know you know one of the things i ponder about is the depraved nature of human beings and i'm speaking as a person that has been redeemed a person that has been washed a person that has been cleaned a person that has tasted of the new life but yet i never stopped thinking how bad our human natures are if you recognize it you actually be gentle with no one another you say somebody has offended has done something to you do you know that you are capable of doing worse oh you are not they've not pressed you hard enough there's no one as human being that's not got the capacity to be a murderer you either murder with your tongue what I call the nuclear option if you are losing the matter, losing the matter, you just drop one bomb. Let everybody hear. This is this person. The person is held in high esteem before. You said I will finish him, and you do. I finish her, and we do. You know that's murder. They call it character. What is assassination? Murder. So we say mother as we said. Lord, I thank you for your love. Is somebody listening? Is your heart warm to this loving God? I don't know whether you have been a recipient of good deeds before. You must have. When somebody does something that surprises you and just blows your mind, how do you feel? Sometimes you feel like shedding tears. Really, you thought of me. Really, you care this much. But God, he does it for us every day. It's not, one, it's not, it's not a one-off. He does it for us every day. Moving on from our deprived nature, and I can list all the other examples of what we are capable of as human beings. Our selfishness, our desire to make sure that we are higher than everybody else. Even amongst close relationship, we keep wondering, are you the only one? But that's our human nature. I just quickly look at two areas, and then we take another uh, part of scripture. And we spent five minutes to give him praise. Are you still there with me? Let your thanksgiving be different today. I don't want your thanksgiving to be, Lord, I thank you for clothing. And I didn't hear at the beginning of that testimony. Um, my life monitor went off briefly. Well, For you and I, we won't miss good things. <laughs> but I can retrieve that one. The last testimony, I thought that you were going to bring up the, um, the praise and worship. Am I right? And then suddenly I saw somebody testify. And then I heard about tax. Was that okay? How much was the tax again, brother? 2,000 pounds. 1,008 something. And they turned it to a credit of 88. Am I right? Well, God is still working. I mean, I had a testimony of Demi as well. That was along the line of uh, uh, warfare. (laughs) May God help us. Amen. You know, things in life—something, some things hit us, and it depends on where you are. It depends on your income. That some of you one thousand pounds will hit you now. You say, "Ah." Some of (laughs) us—somebody's following me. Some of us twenty pounds will hit us, and we say, "Ah, God!" (laughs) And this was another hundred pounds that hit us. I say, "Ah, ah, where will I run with this?" I have to say, chill. Yeah, we have to say, come on, come on. There's the solution. <laughs> you would think the old woman has ended, But that's where she was. Where she was. 100 pounds meant everything. It's going to disturb the whole budget for the month. And if you are not there, don't scoff at the person. That's where they are. 100 pounds chaos. (laughs) And don't laugh. Your own might be 10 pounds chaos. And there are people, if it's not 10,000 pounds, you've not scratched the surface. You will get there. Oh, you will get there. I said you will get there. Because there are people who lost over this weekend 1 million pounds in their dealings. And they still went back home, had a good dinner. They didn't give it a second thought. Father, indeed. (laughs) They were doing some business deals, and things didn't work out very well. And they found out that, ah, mistake. Ah, one million. And that was all. (laughs) I said, Dali, where's my dinner? And she brought dinner, he ate Another story. And that was somebody's testimony. Everything seems to have fallen out, but the grace of God flowed. And in the period of time, it's going to be a lifelong lesson for that person. That you mean within 30 minutes to one hour things can change. You know, when we testify, we don't give the full story. privilege, I have privilege information here. I do have privilege on most of your testimony, but let me just pick this one. Not only did they slam out with about that unexpected payment which was unjustified, they said that that one was just till 7th of September. Of, no, no. 7th of September, October. That was the 7th of September. There is still the 7th of September to date. That's years to be settled. So, get ready. And, and in the midst of all that, there were also the same type of calls made. Am I right? Where is the young lady? Am I right? There are still others there. And you are telling me, even if verses go to, say, okay, let's, but grace flowed. Turned a loss into a win. And that grace is still in the house. God's great love is doling out grace every day. And you will receive yours. Petition upon petition, they were tearing it. What I didn't hear about the brother's story was that, was there, he said, we are putting, putting letters somewhere. What happened? What about the letter? Ah, mm-hmm. oh, right. And he mentioned, yes, ah. And God has always been true. Every word that has come out from here, whoever stands there, God has backed it up. Because he's been a faithful God. And that's why I'm confident because of this love. Anything that's been written against you and I shall be turned around to the better's fashion. I have not heard the last of your story. Oh, the good parts are coming. I know I have not. And if any one of you thinks you heard the last of my story, you are joking. You've seen nothing. Because I know the glory of the Lord will rest upon us all. But it's by grace. It's by him giving unto us what we don't deserve; It's by him going out of his treasure house. And looking to the most, the least deserving. It doesn't go for the most. If you are qualified, it's no longer grace. You understand? Because if you are qualified, you will say, by my hand, I got this one. He will make sure that he is looking for, so if you are unqualified, you are in this room today. You know you are qualified for something. The Lord asked me to tell you, grace will meet you there. Or oh, the sister that gave up, closed her heart through difficult circumstances she'd been in before. She said, forget about that. And those are the kind of husband that God drove from heaven. And I had a full story as well. <laughs> there are stories everywhere that I have privy to. To the extent that when there should have been no connection going on, God connected and connected. And there they are standing here today. It's never by qualification. In actual fact, it's better for you to get qualification because God will then give you something more than your qualification. So which means, get qualification, don't worry. Get PAD. But there's something that God will give you that your PAD can't give you. You understand what I mean? So the more you work, it's okay. But never want to get it according to what you have worked. No, there's something that I must get that is greater than what I've qualified for. He's still doing it. It will not stop in our life. It will not stop in our generation. So, grace is abounding. To forgive sins, to many things is done. What about mercy? The other part of this great love. Because I believe the love of God is rooted in those two words, mercy and grace. Mercy is what makes all your errors not to be fatal. <laughs> All your errors not to be fatal. Oh, you don't know people whose errors were fatal. Not long after I got married, my wife shared a story. Never left me. You know there are stories we share in relationships, whether friendship, you know, on various levels or marriage. Real life story that happened unto her mom, mom in the sense that you know the mom that she lived with. She was a school headmistress talking about error that are not fatal, and error that are fatal. And there was this teacher under this precious mama of ours who happened for some reason to go for an interview and then put his certificate in a newspaper. So she went back home and then, you know, as they do in that part of the world, everything is cashable. To so call the law solution, you know where I'm going. The child, the people, people buying yeah. newspapers came around as those that buy bottles. Sometimes, you know, our background can have negative effect upon us. You say, oh, dear. say, you know where I'm going. All those things we are trading away. You know, you, you thought of it before. May the Lord deliver you and I. <laughs> because you see, you know, you, all these recycling say, ah, this is money. You see, some of those good bottles like that, <laughs> if those that are buying them are passing by, Anyway, the paper man came around to cut the long story short. The good child done what good children would do. Cash, the useless paper. I mean, turned the useless paper into cash. Gave everything, including the certificate. All the certificates. The father came. Where is the newspaper here? Ah, i give it to the paper people. Paper? How come? Ah, it's the paper. Paper? Bass, 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 bass. You know, very abusive system that can be, to be honest. The child was silent. The child was still silent. And silent. And silent. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Real life story. That's it. That's it. Newspaper. Fatal error. You think that man we ever live without regret? How many errors we have made that are close to fatal that mercy did not allow it to be fatal? It's another human being like you. Because he never intended that to happen. Never. I remember, I don't even think the man used implement. But that day, the mercy that you and I have been enjoying, didn't visit him. But you have enjoyed that mercy many times. It's not running out. And it will not run out. It will not run out. So when you are dancing today, dance in appreciation of mercy. Appreciation of mercy. Many, uncountable. I don't know whether you flinch as I do sometimes. When someone crosses the road, that will have hit. I don't know whether you feel that way. When you yourself, you are driving, and you just passed, and you saw all those nanosecond misses, I can't count the number I've had. What stopped it? Mercy. Let's forget about ourselves. Forget about everything, magnify his name, and praise his name. Let's forget about ourselves, Take on him. thank you, I'm worshiping, let's forget about ourselves. Let's forget about ourselves, concentrate on him and worship. Oh, Jesus Christ the Lord. Let me give you one quote and another quote and then the Bible verse. When mercy is at work, all sinners have a future. When grace is speaking, every saint has no past. That's why you are all strutting around as if you know you are born the way you are going around now. People talk of any other things they do now, it shocks you. Because God has moved you on. Even Paul the Apostle sometimes was said that eh, eh, I, I, I offended no one. You? When grace came, you will forget where you are coming from. And rightly so. Because God has forgotten. Remember that the greatest challenge of heaven is to convince us that God loves us. May I give a word unto you? No matter the challenge you are facing, grace will turn it around. But remember, he loves you. And when we realize the love of God, we shall be able to say like the psalmist says in Psalm 46 verse 1. Let's read Psalm 46, we read verses 1 to 11 together, and then that will be a reality in our lives. Psalm 46, verses 1 to 11. God where to go We three together. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Go back to verse 1. I know we should pray our Father version, but let's pray I this time. Does that make sense? Personalize it. All right? Want to go? God a very present help in trouble. Therefore, I will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, there is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. Hallelujah. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is my refuge. Hallelujah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. Yes, Lord. I will be exalted amongst the nations, says the Lord. I will be exalted in the earth. Verse 11. The Lord of hosts is with me. The God of Jacob is my refuge. You take that one more time. The Lord of hosts is with me. The God of Jacob is my refuge. Take it one more time. The Lord of hosts is with me. The God of Jacob is my refuge. Stand on your feet, brothers and sisters, and leave those hands unto the Lord in appreciation grace abound mercy overflow and he has said God's great love hallelujah God's great love his love is unfailing his love is unending his love is the love of a father that pities that has compassion that feels for the child thank you for feeling for me oh God Thank you for not bringing the stick of judgment. Thank you for not bringing the stick of denunciation and condemnation. Giving thanks. Come on, give him thanks. Thank you that I can come back to you. Thank you, because though these seas may soar and the waters may rage, but there is a calmness that comes even in the river that flows of that city. That city is the church of the living God. And out of that, I may join your blessing. Thank you, my Father. Come and give him praise. Let's praise resound in this place now. Let thanksgiving rise up to the heavens. Thank you because I know what I'm going through. You have settled it already. Thank you because I know you will turn the sorrow into joy, the fear into faith and confidence. Give him praise right now. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for mercy. Oh yes, that your errors were not fatal. That your errors were not fatal. That your mistakes were not final. That your, you know, your your strain, there are not eternal walking away. You are back in the house of the Lord. You are still worshiping him. You have not gone back to idols. You have not gone back into the married place of sin and condemnation you are hanging in there oh yes have you got issues you have have you got matters raging you have but you are hanging in there the love will not let you go where you are running is running after you where you are hiding is seeking you out give him praise in this house come on give him praise thank him from the bottom of your heart Yes, be encouraged by all the words that have been dictated unto you. Fashion them into your own prayer. Remember his goodness. Remember his mercy. Remember his grace. You have been called what you don't deserve to be called, a child of God. You have been celebrated in the place you ought not to have been celebrated. You are in the company of the saints and the company of the saints of God. Give him thanks this afternoon. We are here to worship him. You are already having visions and dreams of victory. Give him thanks, uh, and even those things that don't seem to be working, you are feeling a uh, stirring in your heart that they will work. Give him thanks, uh, thank him because you have not come to the place of complete hopelessness. Uh, he is faithful and true. Hallelujah to him who lives forever. Give him praise is our thanksgiving Sunday. What shall you give him? What shall you give him for his mercy? What shall you give this great God? This great God who has a great love for you who is nothing, but now you know what? He has made you great. He has not he will, he has made you great, and your greatness shall manifest very soon. Give him another moment of thanksgiving in readiness for the rest of the day. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jehovah God. In Jesus' most marvelous name we have prayed. Oh, for a thousand tongues, my great Redeemer to praise. We thank you, Lord. Genuinely, I know and I know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, they all know that we are undeserving. But you have lavished your love on us. Who am I that you are my food of me? <laughs> How you love me when I come. you love me now. friend. That's what you have called me. We've got matters to discuss and it's an ongoing discussion. I thank you. Blessed be your holy name, my rock. For the rest of our lives, praises shall never cease on our lips. If the enemy thinks that's going to stop us from praising you, you are doubling the manifestation of your love in our lives on a daily basis from now on in the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Father. We worship and adore you. Jesus' mighty name, we are given thanks and praise. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody shout, my God is a good God. Hallelujah. Give him a clap of faith. Come on, bless his only name. You may be seated. God bless you. Just two announcements quickly. Before... For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.